Hi, I'm Dr. Gilgamesh, and I'd like to introduce you to my podcast, Emotional Anatomy. It's an intelligently designed anatomy that has as its goal the recruiting your interest and curiosity as to how it works so that you can become more familiar with it and as a result, better at it and enjoy it more. Welcome. Well, not much has changed since we've uh, since you've last uh, seen me on a podcast. I'm still the same brain with the same emotional anatomy. I am highly motivated to try and get this language <clears throat> improved. So I'm recruiting you to become a collaborator, a collaborator that understands that you make a difference because the words that you use to try and express what's going on inside of you helps me understand what's going on inside of me. And likewise, our families depend upon us to uh, help them understand this same language. Because emotional anatomy through default emotional reflexes traps you. We're going to have many podcasts that try to dissect the trap, try to uh, recognize the subtlety of the trap, right? The, the subtlety of where we get stuck. In, in some respects, the psychological sciences have become very critical of people by diagnosing them as to where they are stuck. You're a narcissist, don't you know? And that becomes a critical phrase in many people's eyes and in the history of the world. Oh yeah, well, doesn't it mean? Yes, it does. It means that we are trapped looking into the reflection of our own mind. There's nothing we can do about it. Ah, but we can improve based upon a motivation and desire to contribute. Because if I can understand how my mind is working, then through motivation and desire to contribute to the better world, I can attempt a language that's going to help you understand how your mind is working so that you can make the same free choice. Passionately, pridefully, all right, well, pride gets tricky because pride cometh before the fall, seven deadly sins, gluttony, lust, all these things. Uh, the, the seven deadly sins are talking about the emotional default reflexes. And that if you happen to be stuck in any one of them, that's one of the seven deadly sins. Well, there are going to be more than just seven, but uh, it, it helps illustrate the challenge that these are normal human characteristics that can get very stuck through cascading emotional reflexes. I like to use the notion of the blood clot because there are cascading enzyme reactions uh, that one after the other after the other ultimately forms a blood clot. Well, Emotional anatomy is much the same way. You know, when 
cascading emotional reflexes leaves me stuck. Trying to explain this again? Okay, fine. Or cascading emotional reflexes leaves me insecure again? Yeah. Or cascading emotional reflexes um, leaves me struggling to find the words to explain that what we're doing is finding a new language that understands that it's navigation. And we're building a foundation of understanding that this is emotional anatomy, there's an architecture. And it begins with the confidence. Therefore, we are investing first in your confidence. The confidence that could look into this emotional mirror and not be frightened away. That could look into this emotional mirror and become fascinated, curious, excited about the discoveries we're making. Confident, comfortable, and familiar with the architecture of your emotional anatomy that you might make a free choice to then explore more and discover the default emotional reflexes that so overwhelm you uh, that you have compulsion as well. Uh, and each of us are unique and in our own way. And Oftentimes, we're doing so well that we don't even need to think about this stuff, except for the fact that the world's crumbling around us, and therefore, we become highly motivated, wanting to help the world become a better place. And how are we going to do that? Well, my proposal is, is that we've got to get to the elementary school teachers, because they're going to translate this information into how it makes sense for the kids, right? That the kids need to understand that emotional anatomy can be wounded. And unfortunately, the Me Too movement is out there saying, I got wounded, I got wounded, I got wounded. Hey, we're all wounded. Everybody's wounded. But at least we're speaking up about it. And I'm not belittling the Me Too movement. In fact, more of it, please. Me Too, in fact, you know. Unfortunately. Ouch. But... The wounds then inflict default emotional reflexes over which I have no control until, curious, fascinated, and excited, I understand that there's a new language offering me the opportunity to freely choose to navigate the ocean of emotion and do a better and better and better and better and better and better and better, and better job at it by my own free choice. It's freedom versus slavery. If I'm stuck in my default emotional reflexes, I am slave to my default emotional reflexes. Until such time as curious, fascinated, and excited, I'm able to navigate. Gratitude guides my heart home where I discover the lens of awe and wonder, and I see, oh, look, there's my emotional reflex that gets me every time I go through this. There's my emotional reflex that makes me boringly repetitious, as I attempt to explain. I'm, I'm sort of subtly being critical of myself because the thoughts, I think, the, the, the tug of war is that people are not aware that this is war. And it is important that we understand and acknowledge that this is war. This isn't frou-frou psychological science. This isn't, oh, you know, if only. If only is a trap. 
There are many traps. There are a billion traps. There are eight billion of us now on the planet. All right, maybe not yet, but almost. And every one of them gets trapped in their cascading emotional reflexes and their narcissism demands that they find pride in themselves. Yes, I'm not against it. In fact, I'm encouraging you to be very confident, comfortable, and familiar with your emotional anatomy, not pridefully rubbing it in other people's noses, but in fact realizing that you're significant to the future of the world and your compassion for your fellow man because they're stuck in their emotional reflexes. And that compassion then allows you to realize personal responsibility for your navigation heart home to experience the lens of awe and wonder through which then you can see that there is a better choice, a better way of saying what I'm attempting to say. And then you contribute that to the experience. You become a collaborator in our effort to make the world a better place because we're here. Now, the oligarchs attempt to dictate this to the world. And I'm actually proposing to you that the oligarchs are going to, once they understand this information, the oligarchs are going to have a better chance of inviting their people to understand that freedom is a personal experience. It has nothing to do with politics. All right. So I like the notion of politics because I grew up in the United States of America. I grew up with the legacy of freedom. I see this as a legacy. I see that my personal responsibility is to be speaking with you in a manner that allows you to recognize that you too are the legacy of freedom. This is the story of freedom. We as a society, we as a people, those of you that are interested in this subject matter are becoming the legacy of freedom to the next generation for the your ability and skill to explain it to the next generation offers them the chance to realize that gratitude guides your heart home and that you begin to see through the lens of awe and wonder and understand what the old man meant when he said, this is wonder, vision, wisdom. You see, that the wisdom that comes through being able to see through the lens of awe and wonder is one that chooses the better. From imagination, where? Where are we receiving this? How are we receiving this information? Oh, yes, that's right. Cosmic television, SmackDown Gorilla Wrestling on cosmic television. Now, if you get stuck on one channel, you can't see that there are an infinite array of channels. There is a rainbow of possibility available to you from which you are privileged to choose. That's what freedom's all about. It's not about the political systems. Although the political systems have nurtured these ideas within me. And indeed, as we mature, then I suspect that freedom will have its, its heyday again. But at this time, you see, what we're discovering is, is that democracy is crippled. Uh, crippled by blame. Crippled by greed. Crippled by narcissism, instead of realizing that there is a language available to us that understands we are all narcissists and we are recruiting each other to become collaborators and making this world a better place because we're here. We need you now more 
than ever. Boringly repetitious, if, if you've read uh, through my website, you'll be recognizing many of these phrases, but what I've discovered is, is that it doesn't work through the written word. I've had that thing up since 1991 or whatever the origination was of the, of the internet. And that Gilgamesh, the creature, the person, the, the, the legend that I chose to uh, be the, the front man, uh, he also thought that he could change the world. <laughs> I'm not thinking I can change the world. In fact, I know better. But I am suggesting that Gilgamesh had a great idea. He was offering freedom to his people. And freedom from what? Dogma, freedom from, you name it, I'm claiming freedom from default emotional reflexes. That each of us has personal responsibility to identify. No one can do that for you. I can sit there and point to them, etc., but it's you that smells them. It's you that feels them. It's you that recognizes because it's emotional anatomy. This is the wordless world, emotional anatomy. And the little babies live in that wordless world, right? And if nurtured properly, they grow and they experience a wonderful uh, development that allows them to uh, understand that they too are going to be contributing effectively through their lives and they receive a, an invitation of vision and they grow passionate about that vision they've received and and uh, they pursue it with all their hearts. Uh, not yet understanding that it's freedom versus slavery, for they too become slaves to their own emotional reflexes that compulsively drive and perhaps sabotage the very vision that originated their story. We've seen that a lot, right? I mean, my own experience as a high school athlete, uh, I, I got to go on to college. Ah, but the vision was drawing me in another direction. And one day the coach came to me and said, Riggs, it's a great, uh, it's wonderful that you're getting good grades, but remember what you're here for. Huh, boy, what a lesson. And what a great coach. Because he was willing to put it on the table right before his athlete. I mean, he was paying for my college education. He says, it's great that you're getting good grades, Riggs, but remember what you're here for. I did. I resigned the next day. And I went on to study. And here I am. Because what we're here for is a vision. <sighs> for the future of freedom. <clears throat> this is the story of freedom. And by your willingness to keep listening, you're involved. You are personally significant to the future of freedom.
and we're here to fight for your freedom from your default emotional reflexes that overwhelm you and prevent you from realizing the most rewarding experience on this planet, personal significance to the future of the world. You make a difference by the choices you make. And we'll keep working at it, offering a language that assists you in understanding navigation hard home wisdom. Unfortunately, there are so many little, it's kind of like golf, right? There are little sand traps everywhere and you can fall into the sand traps or like a river, like a stream of thought. I use the idea that the stream of thoughts is our challenge. To choose wisely amongst the stream of thoughts is exactly what we're teaching one another. So it is through the lens of awe and wonder that we can see ourselves standing above the stream of thoughts as though an archer and Single breath gratitude relief. Thank you. Single breath gratitude relief. Lizard brain, lizard on the rock warming in the sun. Suddenly, the lens of awe and wonder appears and you go, whoa, I do. I see what you mean. I'm a scientist, and unless you can see what I'm saying, then it isn't real. But as a scientist, I'm claiming that the lens of awe and wonder is real, and that you have the privilege, thank you, by understanding what we're talking about, to navigate your emotional anatomy, to return heart home, and see this stream of thoughts going by, and now as the bow and arrow, you are shooting for the thoughts that are better than the last one. Better and better and better and better and better. And that's the power of freedom. That's what makes freedom more powerful than anything else on this planet. Your freedom to choose for the better. And it doesn't matter which political system you're in. Right now, our free systems, our democracies are in trouble. Because people think that freedom means you get to do whatever you please. And that means you desert your country. That means you desert your legacy. That means you're out there living in your materialism instead of excited alive as a personally significant contributor. Join in. Next time. See you. I hope you can tell how passionate I am about uh, teaching you how your mind works and and using the concept of emotional anatomy to assist you in seeing the intelligently designed organism, etc., etc. Now, you know, if you are excited by it, you can make a contribution through patreon.com backslash emotional anatomy. I'd appreciate that. It would support our enterprise. I'm hoping that, of course, we can uh, reach the world. Uh, that this is a new conceptualization. Ego id and superego are dead in the water. They're not helpful to us to understand that what we're looking for is a visionary system that can actually make wise choice for the future of the world. And each of us are responsible. Please help us out. You can also join in to our website, uh, to our uh, Facebook group, that we'll be having additional podcasts that are more complicated and presenting the more uh, intimate details of emotional anatomy. Uh, 
I'm hoping that you're kind of catching on and getting interested and fascinated and excited, curious even about what I mean by emotional anatomy, by heart home, by gratitude guides, your heart home wisdom. Oh, all of this is working well for you. Check it out, patreon.com backslash emotional anatomy. Join us, contribute if you will. I appreciate it.